Hi, everyone, and welcome to Everyday Colloquies. I am your conversationalist, Chantel. Our episode today is all about coping with stress. 2020 has been one heck of a year, hasn't it? Sometimes I wish I had a remote to fast forward into 2021, or better yet, 2022. There's a million funny memes out there about 2020, but as I was scrolling through some of these, I realized that the frequency with which we've been bombarded with events, I'd soon forgotten about the brush fires in Australia or the possibility of World War III after the Iranian general was killed in a drone strike, the Ukrainian flight that crashed killing 176 people, the impeachment trials, the loss of Kobe Bryant, Brexit, then came COVID, and the Black Lives Matter movement, both of which we're still currently experiencing. Not to mention all of our personal issues that we may be dealing with from day to day. As we continue to grapple with our new normal, I know that many of us may still be mourning the loss of loved ones, the loss of milestones, the loss of memories and experiences that was never made. We're all connected by the existence of stress in our lives. Stress is the body's reaction to any change that requires an adjustment or response. It's your body's response to a challenge or demand. Now, stress is a normal part of life that no one person is immune to, not even infants. Believe it or not, stress can play a healthy role in our lives. Stressors sometimes serve as a driving force, causing us to finally act on that long overdue project we've been putting off, which can come in the form of a nagging partner, or even still, it can serve as a warning for impending danger. But let's be real. Most of us don't always consider the stress in our lives to be serviceable. So I have a question for you, and I want an honest answer. How are you doing? How are you coping? Sometimes we pose that simple question to someone without the intent of truly listening or even sticking around for an answer. They say that the first step in overcoming a crisis is to first acknowledge that it exists. This acknowledgement can manifest itself, sometimes involuntarily, in various ways. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, or a combination. Physical manifestation may be presented in the form of a headache, muscle tension, increased heart rate, or even a digestive disorder. Mentally and emotionally, you may be unable to concentrate, short-tempered, you may feel frustrated, anxious, or even depressed. Joining us today is Shawnice Williams, a mastered prepared counselor currently pursuing her doctorate. Shawnice has a heart for young people and is earnest in her pursuit to healing her clients holistically. Shawnice, welcome to the show. Hi, Chantel. Thank you for having me. Shawnice, how are you doing? In the midst of everything going on around us, how are you finding ways to cope with this new normal? You know what? I feel like stress is a constant in life. Even though a lot of things are changing in the world, I don't think that I've changed my coping mechanisms. So writing a lot, listening to music, just 
reading a lot, doing the same things that I did before. So those things work for me. So I feel like whatever you've been doing throughout your life, as far as healthy coping mechanisms, they'll probably continue to work for you. During my lunch breaks at work, all the healthcare professionals congregate. And of course, everyone gets to chatting. As I sit there listening in on the conversations, it's really been the same thing on repeat for the past couple of months. But someone starts out telling a story of some horrific news that they've heard earlier that morning. And then another individual chimes in and talks about a family member that's been affected by COVID and on and on and on. And all the while, my anxiety is climbing higher and higher. And I really just want to turn it off, but I can't because I'm an empath. Honestly, some days I feel like I'm doggy paddling through all of this. So I can't begin to imagine what it's like being a parent, trying to maneuver and process it all, while still having to help your child or children also do the same thing. Being married is one thing. With the right person, it can definitely have its perks in ways of support. But Shawnice, you're married and you have a young child in your home. Has your son asked any questions about everything going on in the world today? And how have you found ways to address these issues with him in a healthy way that he understands? As far as the pandemic, I think it's really self-explanatory because being clean and having healthy hygiene habits is something that I've always done. So it really didn't change much as far as that and getting him to practice those things. So the pandemic wasn't really much of an issue. He was already homeschooled, so that didn't change much. I mean, some of his other activities did change as far as him being able to go to church and hang with his friends or do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Of course, you know, that wasn't able to happen anymore. He's found other ways, like he talks to his friends on Zoom. So it's really just about making sure that he still has some kind of social interaction outside of his parents. So sometimes, you know, like visiting with friends, other friends who have children his age, But as far as the other issues going on, the social injustices, we both know that that's something that's been happening for hundreds of years. So as my child is growing up to eventually be a Black man in America, I've unfortunately have had to prep him since he could understand me. So these issues are not new for him. And it's just about constantly talking about them and constantly keeping him aware of the things that are going on and eventually, hopefully, grooming him to be a person who speaks out against things like these. During stressful events, I know that it's amazingly easy to sit there and relive that moment repeatedly in our minds. I'm pretty much at a point where I've stopped scrolling through the news each morning. Not that I need to anyway, because my husband does a great job of updating me daily, whether or not I ask for an update. But I'm interested to know what role exactly does our mind play in contributing to our stress? Yeah, everywhere you turn, somebody's updating you about something that you didn't ask for. You know, it's like, okay, we get it. (laughs) The role that our minds play in contributing to our stress It's a process called rumination. So what we do is we just think about it over and over. And it's so easy to ruminate when stressful things happen or even when things happen that just don't go the way that we imagine they would. 
when we're not productively occupied and we have idle time to keep thinking about it, we keep thinking about it over and over. But also when we don't take action to address those thoughts, it becomes a constant process and a repeated process. So addressing it doesn't necessarily mean that we're able to fix it because we can't go back in time and redo the whole situation. But we can attack how we're going to move forward with how much it contributes to our stress now. Most of the time, we have a belief that we've made a huge mistake or that we're more responsible than we actually are. Realistically, those perceptions are irrational and are truly stressing us out. Okay, so I'm asking for a friend, but can this be thought of as a healthy way of coping at all? Kind of role playing in a sense. So using a coping mechanism to explore every single worst case scenario and try to come up with a solution for the problem in advance. Is that okay to do or is it causing more harm than good? You can turn almost anything into a positive experience in some way. Learning healthy coping mechanisms that you can apply to the areas that we deal with in not so healthy ways can kind of be like role playing in a sort of fake it till you make it kind of way because in order to effectively apply healthy mechanisms, you're going to have to revisit the areas that need work. So you have to think about it however many times it takes. We continuously have so much information being thrown at us daily. Then when you factor in all of our typical day-to-day activities and things going on in our lives, it can genuinely feel insurmountable. Will you please share some tips with our listeners today on how they can deal with those regular day-to-day stressful encounters? Absolutely. Of course, when dealing with day-to-day stressors, Each person has to find what works for them in a healthy way because everyone doesn't deal with the same stressors. So taking the time to identify what your personal triggers are is one of the most important keys to knowing how to deal with them. We have to learn how to handle our triggers because as much as we may may want to, we cannot completely get rid of them. Another tip is to have positive people in your life. Have positive social interactions, talk to people who you trust and who can help you improve and not just people who tell you what you want to hear, but people who actually participate in positive experience that help you to grow mentally. And don't just look for that support from outside sources. Remember to recognize the steps that you're taking daily and be proud of yourself as well. It's one thing to have a stressful encounter every now and then. But it's something else altogether when the frequency of your stress does not let up. You begin the month with a medical emergency and end it with the loss of your job. I dare say that most of us have had moments like that in our lives where our entire world suddenly comes to an abrupt halt. Those intense emotional moments when stress crosses a threshold from being manageable to unmanageable unbearable and unacceptable. What about those outlier events, those incidents such as death, divorce, or disease? What advice do you have for our listeners today in dealing with those more traumatic scenarios? Outlier events are inevitable and at most times they're out of our control. So working on our mental well-being before these types of events occur and pulling from places of strength within ourselves and others are necessary in order to successfully make it through whenever they do happen. 
there are very specific and customized counseling for various traumas and occurrences. And I encourage anyone who's impacted directly or indirectly to take advantage of therapeutic services during those times, even if it's just for a brief time. Again, Shawnees, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your insight and advice on healthy ways to manage and cope with stress. And for those of you listening today that may be dealing with an existential dilemma in your life, please know that you are not alone. On my social media platforms, there's a growing list of resources and tips for dealing with stress. Feel free to check those out and leave us a comment or send a message. I'm a great listener. That wraps up this episode of Everyday Colloquies. I hope that you've enjoyed the conversation as much as I have and gain some useful strategies to help manage the stress in your life. Please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with others that you believe may benefit from today's topic. I'll see you all next week on Everyday Colloquies.